0: (laughs) Welcome to a new-to-you episode of Satellite Sisters. This is Liz, and you know, not every conversation will change your life, but any conversation can. Today's show is from November 27th, 2011, so that's exactly five years ago. It's Julie and I on the Sunday after Thanksgiving, talking about Mars, holidays and Edna's theory of resting appliances. So we hope you will uh, enjoy this and that you've had a great holiday and a kickoff to the whole extended holiday season. We did want to remind you that a number of our sponsors have special deals for you. Instead of reading through all of them again on today's show. Uh, We took you through them on Tuesday's show. They are posted at our website at SatelliteSisters.com. So if you go to SatelliteSisters.com and find the blog post for this show, you will see the promo codes and URLs you need to use for special deals from Harry's Shave Kit, Glossier Makeup, Away Luggage, Eloquie Fashions for Women, and primary clothes for kids. On um, the show on Tuesday, Julie uh, Ford promoted the fact that on her holiday card, all of her grandchildren are wearing clothes that she ordered from primary. Anyway, you can check those all out at satellitesisters.com. Uh, it's really helpful to us when you make the most of these offers that we get from our sponsors. So here you go, the latest new to you episode from Satellite Sisters.
1: Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is
2: Monica.
0: This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It's kind of a um, spotty attendance here today, but solid, I would say. It's just me and my sister, Julie. Julie, happy Thanksgiving weekend. How are things in Big D?
1: Um, Hi, Liz. Well, they're great. And today is my first day that I am trying to go pie-free since Thursday. (laughs) Oh, nice. Can I go a whole day without, like, (laughs) eating... (laughs) Pie, <laughs> particularly the the pumpkin ginger snap pie that my daughter in law made, that was that's just so delicious. I've I've really been on a pie kick lately.
0: Well, you can't be expected not to eat it if it's still in the house. You know, if there's still some left, you either have to eat it or throw it away, right? But I think that's but coexisting it like- with pie, it's just it's too challenging. You can <laughs> you can't be expected to just resist. It's what. Uh, It's what the behavioral therapists in my group at UCLA call environmental control. You have to exercise as much environmental control as you can, which means not having it in the house at all. So, okay,
1: Liz, I think I I think I'm going to have to take some action after this podcast. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving too.
0: I did. It was very nice. We had a fantastic time at Leon's in Pasadena. So, our sister Leon hosted uh, me, Sheila, our parents, my brother Brendan. Uh, and his wife and kids and her in-laws and uh, it was delightful. Delicious in every way. People brought all kinds of stuff. I brought the green beans that I talked about last week on the show that, I, that I had tested, Giada's spicy green beans. Um, and uh, yeah, all the way around, really good. It's funny though, I hadn't told you about this, that the Monday of this week, I had my physical and, uh, you know, I had been kind of gearing up for that, my annual physical, and I purposely scheduled it right before Thanksgiving so that I could kind of relax on Thanksgiving. And uh, I passed my physical flying colors. Good work, Liz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem, except for my doctor did call me the next day to discuss my cholesterol. And well, we, had, we had this lengthy conversation about strategy because I'm one of those people that has super high HDL which is Mm -hmm. the healthy cholesterol, right? So super high, uh, good cholesterol and super excellent triglyceride scores. But I also, my LDL, which Dr. Oz calls the lousy cholesterol, Uh um, that's starting to creep up a little bit. So she was concerned. Mm -hmm. So we had a discussion about that. And this was Wednesday, I guess, on the phone. We talked about that and figured out what my course of action would be. I really don't want to start taking any or anything yet if i don't have to so she gave she gave me time to like fix it on my own but then at the very end of the conversation she said nothing we just talked about has to begin tomorrow so, <laughs> so i was like thank you very much dr skinner that is
1: a doctor that <laughs> lives in the real world Liz. yes
0: exactly uh exactly so uh yeah so i'm going to have to buckle down on some of the i don't know uh, animal fat whatever
1: I know, Liz, I know. Well, as I, get, I have to buckle down on the pie. So you have to look around at the, the environmental factors in your house first. Start there, Liz. Start with the easy stuff. Uh,
0: okay, but I really actually wanted to start today's show by just unilateral unilaterally naming a Satellite Sister of the Week. Uh, Oh, we
1: haven't done that in a while. We have not done that for a while. Who's our winner this week, Liz? Our
0: lucky winner who has earned it. Boy, has she earned it. A longtime Satellite Sisters listener and also someone uh, that we see on Facebook and on Twitter. I think she's part of the Satellite Sisters group on Facebook, too. But uh, her name is Leslie Maxfield, and she has been a supporter of the show for a very long time. But she also works at Caltech uh, on the Mars rover program here at the Jet Propulsion Lab in Pasadena, California. That's and
1: very impressive, isn't it's,
0: it? It's very impressive that someone you actually feel like you know Is like on the inside of anything that involves going to Mars. You know, figuring out how to get (laughs) to Mars, figuring out what you do when you get there, figuring out. What you
1: need on Mars. Yeah, come on.
0: It's crazy. So the reason I wanted to honor Leslie this week was not just because, of course, Curiosity uh, was launched to Mars the other day, but because Leslie Maxfield was there at the Kennedy Space Center for the launch and did a bang-up job for like three days just tweeting and Facebooking, Pictures of the uh, spacecraft on the launch pad, her standing next to it. She had videos from her own crappy cell phone of the actual launch. (laughs) It was very Satellite Sisters on the Spot coverage of the Curiosity launch. So I think that, like, I can't think of anything else that better deserves Satellite Sisters of the Week than being there covering for us. Uh, the launch of the Mars-bound spacecraft. So to Leslie Maxfield, you know, all the satellite sisters take our hats off to you. Uh, so you're doing something that we could never in a million years do, and we're thrilled that you were out there on the front lines of doing it. It is, I, well, I just love that whole rover program, don't you? You
1: know, it, it well it's just so amazing, mind boggling to think about, Liz, yeah. that um that there they are in, you know, Pasadena, California, you know, home uh, to Leon Dolan and Sheila Dolan as well, and they're just cooking up these these long-term grand schemes to learn about Mars. How about that?
0: Right. It's the long-term thing that really gets me too, Julie, because this particular program, Curiosity, they've been working on for a really long time. I think I heard on the news it was originally supposed to go up in 2009, and then there were kinds of delays, some of them budget, some of them scheduling, some of them technical. And then, you know, so they launch it this week, And it doesn't land until next August. And I just wonder, what is that like? You create this thing, you send it off into space, and then you're like sitting around for, you know, 10 months or something to see if it works at all I don't think I would have the patience to do that and then this particular spacecraft I'm sure you read all about it because all this space stuff gets a lot of coverage in the Texas news no doubt um, but it's not like the little rovers before that just sort of landed with the, with the balloons and kind of crash landed into the surface this is what they call MSL the Mars Science Lab It's the size of a compact car and so they have to set it down much more gently so it involves Propulsion up and propulsion down. It is way more complicated than the last time around. So it's just as possible this thing could like not work once it gets there, or work for ten seconds and then blow out. You know, you can't just replace a fuse when you're that far away.
1: <laughs> Even when I'm close, Liz, I can't replace a fuse.
0: <laughs> and you just think those other little rovers. You know, one of the two of them is still going. You know, but they thought those were going to last for three months that they would be sending back data. And it went on for years. Well, it's just as likely that the op- opposite could happen, right? That you could get something all the way there and then one minor thing could go wrong and you don't get any of the data that you want to get. Anyway, Leslie and your team, everyone there working on Curiosity, uh, good for you. Satellite Sisters, uh, Satellite Sisters of the Week. And oh, here my favorite uh, tweet from Leslie this week was the night before the launch. There was a little picture of the uh, spacecraft on the launch pad and she just sent out the picture with the caption nighty night curiosity (laughs) oh oh. don't you think that's adorable i love it i I I love it when scientists can be adorable
1: (laughs) liz i have to be honest with you talking about this now here on the podcast this is more coverage than we've had in dallas all week on this topic really Really? Oh. I mean, perhaps in California because, uh, because of the Pasadena connection. Right. Got more coverage. But thanks to Leslie for putting it out there because otherwise, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners, satellite sister, sister listeners that um, aren't as aware of what's going on with Curiosity, but now we are.
0: Okay, so if you want to follow along on this, my the only suggestion I would make, and I have not cleared this with Leslie Maxfield, is that you should friend Leslie on Facebook uh, because she does do status updates from time to time of what's going on with the with the space program. And so, uh, she if she doesn't want to accept you as a friend, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and Leslie, as you're listening to this, if that's totally out of bounds, I apologize. But anyway, I think it's great, and Night Curiosity really made me smile. Okay, so that was the big event this week uh, that got relatively little coverage. The other big event this week that got just massive, endless, you know, end-to-end coverage was black friday i know. And when does black friday begin and when does it end and how many people got trampled at a walmart or pepper sprayed at a? yeah whatever.
1: that was a nice new twist <laughs> yes
0: that was in california right yes i
1: noticed that was in california <laughs> california usually they're the trend trend setters uh in all things so uh, now it's pepper spray and black friday great uh,
0: i just gotta say like for a million dollars, you could not get me to go into a retail store on the Friday after Thanksgiving. It's precisely because of all of the hype that there's no way I would set foot out there. I, I understand people for whom shopping is a sport. And yes. so this would be the ultimate day. This would be like the Olympics of shopping, right?
1: Right. It's like the Super Bowl. I mean, yes. a, lot of, a lot of people are staying home and they're watching the good game, football games on TV. For a lot of people it's let's get up and go shopping how fun is this and they you know they go with their family and friends and you know i i they have a good time they get some good deals they plan they you know they have a whole game plan for what they're going to do i understand it but uh you wouldn't catch me dead at it
0: <laughs> yeah i'm very impressed when you see them interviewed on the news how organized they are Yeah, and they oh, yeah. have all the circulars and they've torn out what they want and they know see here's where i would fall down I don't know really what the normal prices are for things. So understanding whether I'm getting a good deal or not in the frenzy uh, Ooh, at six o'clock in the morning. And I don't think I would really be calculating. No, you've got to do your
1: it. research. And now, yes. of course, there are all kinds of apps that tell you, help you shop and know where to shop and when to shop and do, to, to do the best comparison shopping. So how about that? But
2: Liz, you know, we love talking about frame bridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, <laughs> because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leanne, aren't there? Free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com/sisters and use code Sisters to choose your free for a year offer. Plus, get twenty dollars off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox.
0: Well, I was just trying to prep for Cyber Monday. I think I might actually be holding a little Cyber Sunday here myself this afternoon because I might be a little busy at work tomorrow. But uh, instead, I spent the last 48 hours troubleshooting my Wi-Fi for some reason in in anticipation of Cyber Monday. I had a, a Wi-Fi situation. So – and you never know. This is the problem with any – this is why I love Leslie Maxfield sending things to uh, to Mars. I'm here all week. She's sending things to Mars this weekend, and I'm sitting here figuring out, is it the router or uh, is it the other gizmo? You know, that's – and then when you get on with tech support and they start asking you, well, uh, which buttons are lit on the router – Versus which buttons are lit on the modem, and you have to keep reminding yourself, okay, which one is the router? And which is-
1: I know. <laughs> it made me bang my head just to think
0: about it. Oh, and then so I'm on with Time Warner, who is my internet provider, last night to try to do this, and the guy's being incredibly nice and talking very slowly to me, like I'm a four-year-old. <laughs> and- <laughs> (laughs) and uh,
1: okay that's okay
0: yeah and then then we actually figured out it's probably not a modem issue it was probably a router issue and of course they're not responsible for my router because apple makes my router and then anyway so but miraculously this morning it's amazing how often the solution actually turns out to be just unplug everything (laughs) and plug (laughs) everything back together That's what I finally did this morning out of frustration. Like, okay, I'm starting from scratch. I'm just going to unplug everything and then methodically plug it all back in and then restart everything. And sure enough, I'm back in action.
1: Okay. Well, it's, you know, um, our mother had a, you know, a theory of technology um, or really anything mechanical. When sometimes when the dishwasher would go on the fritz or the refrigerator wasn't really working, the washing machine, she would just let it rest for a while remember that we weren't able to like don't open the refrigerator i'm resting it right now don't don't put anything in the dishwasher no we're not going to run the dishwasher we're just going to let it rest and then you know somehow it gets a second wind and Mm -hmm. it comes comes Mm -hmm. back to life perhaps that's what what was going on with you liz that just your router your modem somebody needed to rest Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. you just don't know which one so you have to give everybody the night off Right. Okay. That's, that's what I ended up doing. So so I'm back in business. So I might be doing a little um, online gifting this afternoon.
1: But well, well, good see. for you. Good for you, Liz. Now, I mean, the holiday season is now officially upon us. And But I do have a cranky or cause issue that I need to raise. Now, I understand retail stores. They need to get their holiday merchandise, the holiday decorations in before Thanksgiving, because now indeed the stores are opening on Thanksgiving day for Christmas shopping, for holiday shopping. And so they need to be ready to go. But why, Liz? Why? Why do, I mean, I'm driving around in Dallas before Thanksgiving. On the Monday before Thanksgiving, people have their house completely decorated for Christmas. The lights, they've got Santa, they've got the wreaths, it's all up And it's all, you know, all the lights are on before Thanksgiving. I just don't get it. A Thanksgiving is such a great American holiday. It is the one holiday that we all celebrate. We can all come together. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, race, creed, ethnicity, you know, whatever you are, you can enjoy Thanksgiving the way you want to enjoy Thanksgiving. So it's a great holiday that way. Why are we rushing? Why do people, I mean, it's, why are people doing that, Liz? Or am yeah, I, just I, think it's
0: a, I think it's a war on Thanksgiving, Julie. It <laughs> is. I think everyone's all worried about the war on Christmas. I'm not worried about that. There seems to be plenty of Christmas spirit out there. I'm much more worried about the war on Thanksgiving. It's just like between Halloween and Christmas, we are subsuming uh, Thanksgiving yeah. altogether.
1: But, I mean, we don't do that at the 4th of July. We don't, we don't, you know, show up with Halloween costumes on. I mean, right? I mean, we don't have to rush. I mean, it's just, I mean, retailer, if you are not a retailer, if you are not selling things out of your house, why is it that you have to have your house decorated the week before Thanksgiving?
0: You know, I guess maybe if people I are just... having people over for Thanksgiving, they want the house to look extra special. I kind of get it from, a, from that point of view. But I agree with you. Let's just do one holiday at a time. Just Thanks. one at a time. Okay, well, as long as you're talking about cranky or cause. So this is Julie's little game where we're supposed to decide, is she being cranky or does she have cause for her dismay? Let me, play, let me give you a cranky or cause scenario. Uh, I have a little bone to pick with Harry and David. Uh, oh,
1: Liz, one I know. of my favorite retailers. Yes, you know?
0: and I don't know whether this is Harry's fault or David's fault, uh, <laughs> and I have been unable to reach either Harry or David in the last 24 hours. But here's the deal. You know how our mother receives pretty much every shopping catalog ever printed in the United States of America, right?
1: Yes, and she enjoys every single one that she gets too. Mm -hmm. She saves them. In fact, when I come to visit, she has a giant stack of catalogs just in case I didn't see them or would like to review them while I'm visiting.
0: Yes, and often she has pages turned down or notes she has made on the pages, because she thinks of you as she goes through these catalogs. So it's like, Elizabeth, I wanted to show you this that I saw in this catalog. Or Julie, here you go. I turned down a couple of things that I thought might look nice on you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's sort of a personal shopping service she provides, mm-hmm. uh, as well as just general enjoyment of the catalog moments. So I was there last week, and uh, she had the Harry and David catalog, uh, the Christmas catalog, Holiday 2011. And... Here we go. On page 17, she had turned down the corner of the page to recommend to me uh, Christmas decorations for my home. Uh, <laughs> and she had two, two things marked here. One was a little mini Christmas tree. It's an Oregon-grown dwarf Christmas tree, so a live spruce tree that comes fully decorated with lights and all, but it's little. You know, Perfect. it's like, Perfect you know, for
1: you, the apartment dweller and yeah. the Oregon connection is nice because you used to live in Oregon. OK, yeah. I get it.
0: So that was item number one. And item number two is uh, three amaryllis in a beautiful little bright gold tin. So potted bulbs uh, in a tin uh, in pink and red. And uh, she said, this is really all you would need to decorate your place for the holidays, just the the little tree and the emeralds. So I'm like, okay, Mom, all right, whatever. And I take the catalog home. And then that night, uh, I'm thinking – you know, she's kind of right. I she can't... is right. She's right about a lot of these things. <laughs> yes. I know. Admit it, Liz. You, she's right. You want to resist just on principle. Like, oh, I could do better than this on my own. But the feeling, I, you re- have to realize, well, I won't do better than this because I don't, I don't care enough to actually research the subject at all. And she has good taste in holiday decorations, and both she of knows. these things were very nice. So anyway, so I got online and I ordered both things. And when I called her the next day and told her, that I had taken her recommendations and I had ordered the mini tree and the amaryllis, she was thrilled beyond measure. Delighted.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure, Liz.
0: That I had taken the recommendation. So this week, I guess it was Saturday, yesterday, yesterday, There was a knock on my door. I open it up and Harry and David are there. Well, not Harry and David, but you know but the box from Harry and David of the uh the Amaryllis. They said the tree was gonna come a little bit later, the little mini tree. Uh so and if you look at page 17 in the Harry and David catalog, you'll see what these amaryllis look like. What mom and I both failed to realize is the small print in the description that says Potted bulbs flower in four to six weeks because basically, when I opened the box, what I got was the beautiful tin, and then some dirt and some moss, and the bulbs are down there in there. But we are a long way from having holiday decorations here, people. This is so. Uh, so then I looked at him like, "What the hell?" Where-? Where are the flowers? I guess they just assumed that they were shipping me like fully blooming amaryllis. And uh, and I, I mentioned this to mom. She's like, what? Did they, they must have just forgotten to put them in. I'm like, no, mom. They didn't forget. I looked it up in the catalog. It says right here. It's just neither of us read it potted bulbs flower in four to six weeks so that's not harry or david's issue that that's totally our fault you know that's a that's a shopper's error however the other thing that they did not have in the box besides flowering amaryllis was instructions of any kind of like so how am i going to get from you know tin full of dirt to that's
1: pho- so nice for the
0: holidays. <laughs> yes, right, photo level so there was nothing in there that told me what i was supposed to do and it was um mysterious to me because i assumed i should just start watering it but
1: don't uh, you know how to, you don't know how to plant bulbs just to- no they're
0: already in there julie i don't need to plant them they're, yeah. down, they're down there somewhere. I didn't, want, I didn't want to disturb what they what.
1: Oh, oh, okay. what okay. Harry
0: and David had already done. I just needed to know, okay, now how much water and sun do they need to get to where we need to go because these are going to be blooming about uh, St. Patrick's Day, the way I figure it. And, uh, if so, you're lucky. If I'm lucky. So I call Harry and David, and I get a very nice customer service representative on the phone. And she immediately apologizes, which they are all trained to do, which makes you feel marginally better. And she said, actually, we know that we did ship out some items this year without the usual instructions. That was our error. So let me take your information down and we can either mail you the instructions, which is going to be a little late for me. Those things are going to be dead by the time the mailed instructions (laughs) get here. Or if you'd like, we can email them to you. So I said, yes, email them to me. This was yesterday, like about noon. Right. Uh, I have not yet gotten the email from either Harry or David about what. And I'm And those supposed poor
1: to do. little bulbs are just—they're dying before your eyes, right? Is that's what's Well, done? not
0: anymore because I took it right down to Mom's and I handed the whole thing over, <laughs> whole thing over to Mom. I'm like, you know, I'm going to be traveling a lot this week and next week, so I just don't think the bulbs are safe all by themselves in my apartment. You're <laughs> the one with the green thumb. I'm giving you full responsibility to coax these coax these amaryllis to life, which, of course, she happily took on, but. Now she's extremely concerned that she's never really raised amaryllis before <sighs> either. And I, don't worry about it. I'm going to hear from Harry. Or David, and as soon as I do, I will pass along the word. So this is what we're doing now. So it's now an entire family project here in Santa Monica, California, just to get those darn things to look like the picture on page seventeen of the Harry and David catalog. So we'll see how that goes. But
1: I so- mean the thing about Amaryllis though, that's that's why people give them as gifts at Christmas time, because you really don't have to do anything to them. Louis. That's what like- I'm hoping. Yes. yes, I mean, so, I mean, a mom... Allowed. I know,
0: you say you have to, don't have to do anything to them. We have, have to water them. You malicious. have to do something yes. to and them. Put- I just want some kind of clue, like what? Am I watering it every day, every week? Is it in the sun? Whatever, just, like, just address the water issue and the sun issue as simply as possible, and I'm good. Uh Think... So when are
1: you going back to Harry and David with uh, with your complaints? I well, mean how I... longer are you going to give them? Perhaps they're having a day of rest uh today Liz.
0: Well, if we're playing crankier cause, let's I w- would like a ruling from you Julie. Uh, do I have a right to be cranky here?
1: Yes, uh, I think you do because part... I, it sounds like it's a, you got an incomplete item. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh there's no other way to describe yes. it. You I, know,
0: mainly the part that was incomplete was something that was unrealistic expectation on my part so (laughs) i will i will totally cop to that it says right here that they will not come having already bloomed but there
1: should be there should be some directions it says if you you know had received a food item some fruit they tell you to store you know they tell you how to store it or where to store it so they have not provided that so i do believe you have cause i think you should take it up to another level you know i think you're going to need to go to Harry's supervisor or David's boss, <laughs> one of those two, and get, get the answer to that.
0: Well, it was about noon yesterday that I had this conversation with customer service. So I thought it was fair to give them a complete 24 hours. So we're about an hour away from me calling back and finding out. Because I know that if I don't get this, mom will start calling me and bugging me. So, right. about what or she else th- she's
1: going to overwater the Amaryllis. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the two. Okay, so I think, I think you have cause this week, Liz, and I believe I had cause this week. Too. So,
0: okay, once again, okay. we're right.
1: Very successful. I know you said you were leaving on your trip. Actually, I just got back from a trip, Liz. I had a little surprise trip uh, with my international husband, took a trip, ended up in London, flew back to London last week. Last week, and um, From I- London. From London. Yes, okay. And you know, you know, when you fly through London, I know you've done this a bunch, security is very tight there. I mean very, very tight. they've, They've had a lot of terrorists get on the plane. Um planes out of, you know, out of London. And, you know, so any plane going to the US, you you, you know, the in amount of security questions you get is is pretty intense. They mm-hmm. ask a lot of questions like, where were you? What were you doing? You know, what do you do for a living? How long have you done that? So uh, I think we have some new Satellite Sister fans. I, I made some friends at the airport uh, telling them about our podcast. But none of <laughs>
0: I that's you know, what you—that's your security answer. And when but, they ask you what you do for a living, that you're a podcaster, impressive. Yeah, I, I like it.
1: Well, <laughs> might as well talk about that. I mean, I like it. I do okay. A variety of things these days, Liz. So it's hard to put it into one simple answer. You know, I teach English. I—I'm a grandmother. You know, I—I'm no. a volunteer. I—I I do a lot. You know, I have some civic things I do. But you know, so I, I just like to go with the simple answer. You know, it's yeah. kind of. But anyway, I get on the plane, Liz. Um, so, and I was, I always try to board early as quickly as I can. So I got on my plane. This is an American Airlines flight, um, it was code chaired this is key information with El Al, which is the Israeli airlines, um, uh, for Dallas. Um, but I got on the plane in London and, um, and I, and I was one of the first on the plane, Liz, and I noticed that I got to my seat and there was someone already in the seat next to me. And I was like, Hmm, how did that guy get in here so fast? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Clue number one. Okay. That's clue number one. Okay. So, Somehow this guy gets on the plane. You know, I I didn't even see him in the boarding area. Let me just say that. Second, clue number two, he looks like um, a cast member of NCIS Los Angeles. (laughs) He is a very fit guy. Fit guy. You know, you can just tell. You know, Mm -hmm. he's young, 30-something, super fit. And he's sitting in his seat. He doesn't appear to have any luggage or what whatsoever. <laughs>
0: is he in an aisle?
1: And he's in an aisle okay, seat. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Clue number two. He, he's he's very very fit. Okay. And so then I'm starting to think, well, who is this guy? And so uh, so anyway, I put my stuff all you know, in the in the inn and I get all settled in and we take off and you know they start with the um, in-flight service and they're coming down the you know the aisle with the drink cart. He takes nothing. He takes nothing. Okay, so this is clue number three. Mm -hmm. He is not putting down his dinner tray. And they're serving dinner, but he is not eating any of it. Uh, The flight attendant says, oh, you know, they start to serve him, and then they move on to him. So this is like clue number three, number four. And so I'm thinking, so is he an air marshal? This is my, you know, first Mm -hmm. guess that he's an air marshal. Or my other guess is, is he like Ziva on NCIS? Is he really a member of Mossad that is now flying to (laughs) the to do some training, and maybe there's going to be an NCIS Dallas. I don't but I can tell that he's just not a regular passenger because he is not eating and he is not sleeping on the plane, um, and he has he has a Kindle out, but he doesn't really appear to be reading his Kindle.
0: Right. So uh, He so is I, not wearing any noise-canceling headphones, so I'm he assuming. No, he does not so. have
1: any noise because no, no eye patches on. He does not have earplugs in. Uh, he he's is alert. He is awake and alert, and he's sitting there. Mm -hmm. So, And lo and behold, I I am not so awake and alert, and I thought, oh, well, I'll just watch a movie. And lo and behold, what's on the the movie channel but Bridesmaids.
0: Oh, excellent. Okay,
1: Okay, excellent, which is just such a funny movie, Liz. Yes, it is. There I am. Okay, I am watching that scene in the movie where if you've seen Bridesmaids, you know they all get on a plane uh, bound for um, Las Vegas, and Melissa McCarthy – um, uh, who plays the character of Megan oh, sits right. down right. She sits down next to the guy, and she's like, "You're an air marshal." You're, and he's like, "No, I'm not an air marshal." And she keeps saying, "You're an air marshal. Don't worry, your secret is safe with me." And he said, "No, I'm not an air marshal. I'm going to sleep." She's like, "Okay, I'll take the first watch." <laughs> so I am watching this, Liz, and I am like, I am like just. You, you know, it's everything I can do not to turn to this guy and just say, okay, I'll take the first. <laughs> but, you know, you know, they don't have a sense of, you know, no, I mean, no. you know, they have a very important, very serious job. <laughs> right, right. You but should not think,
0: make light of their mission.
1: <laughs> no, their mission is very serious. Yes. But I just wondered because, again, he's wide awake. He is not watching a movie per se, but I mean, he can see that I am watching Bridesmaids. You know the <laughs> screens are very close to each other, yeah. and um, and Meghan McCarthy is, uh, is, is is mocking the air marshals. Is mocking the air marshals.
0: <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. I know. So there you have it. And and I assume that they never confirm or deny. I've never had a conversation with an air marshal, but I know people who have, who who have said, like, you're an air marshal, right? And they kind of just blow it off.
1: Yep. But I'm yeah.
0: but you did not challenge him in any way. I didn't
1: too. I Liz no because yeah. I I mean I knew he was an air marshal. I mean yeah. that you know all the clues were there. I'm hoping he was an air marshal. Yes, exactly. I, like, right. That's 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 what we need. But yes, what is he going to say? You know, I don't think he wants to confirm that and I, you know, I have respect for what he does and I don't want to bug him, but I did want to turn to him. <laughs> and say, I'll take the first watch. Okay, I did not do that. Um, Good for you. On another matter, Liz. I have to I have a Diane Keaton update. Oh now,
2: let's we, review. Let's yes. review.
1: If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that um three out of the five sisters have attempted to cut their hair like Diane Keaton, who is featured in the Chico's uh, catalogs on the website. She is their new spokesperson for Chico's clothing.
0: And this was not some kind of group plan. This is three Satellite Sisters independently of each other without checking in any way, decided that was the new haircut they wanted. And the three are Lian, Sheila, and you.
1: Right, right. And two out of the three sisters, I think, actually got the Diane Keaton haircut. That would be Sheila and Leon because they have good hair. And I got the Diane Smeaton haircut, <laughs> as you, as, you call as I
0: call it. <laughs>
1: yes, which is the fake Diane Keaton haircut because I do not have Diane Keaton's hair. Well, um, my daughter-in-law, um, Vera, really liked my haircut, and she's been very complimentary of it. And she was talking to her mother on the phone or on Skype. Uh, her mother lives in Kyrgyzstan, uh, Bishkat, Kyrgyzstan. And her mother was complaining, or not complaining, but she was saying to Vera, you know, gee, I need a new haircut. I really do. I'm, I'm sick of my hair. I need to do something different. So Vera sent the picture of Diane Keaton from the Chico's catalog to her mother in Kyrgyzstan and um and uh Vera's mother Olga really likes she first of all she really likes Diane Keaton uh she really <laughs> liked the haircut and she really likes Chico's clothing okay because they wow. don't have Chico's in Kyrgyzstan so,
0: uh, so okay that part doesn't surprise me really
1: <laughs> really
0: no <laughs> but, but you, you never know, know.
1: You never know where where it's going to be. So, but she really, but she wanted she wanted to see the hair from more angles before she went in to have um, uh, her Diane Keaton haircut in Kyrgyzstan. Um, but I said I really didn't think. That Vera should take more pictures of my hair because, indeed, I have the Diane Smeaton haircut. So we have sent we have sent Olga in Kyrgyzstan more pictures from the Chico's catalog so that she can be the trendsetter and. You know just spread the spread the good cheer to have the Diane Keaton haircut as it moves around the world, Liz. How about wow, that?
0: Wow, I feel like somehow we have to alert Chicos to that the work we are doing to just spread the look the the whole uh, I,
1: the whole look and I, again, I think if Olga said she likes the whole look, she would like to get some of the Diane Keaton clothing. She said Diane Keaton is very popular in Kyrgyzstan, <laughs> and she thought the clothing looks sort of smart and fun and and very attractive so um I'm I'm not sure if Chico's is thinking of opening a store in that area, but there you have it.
0: There you have it. Hey, can I interrupt? Because I know we have other things we wanted to cover. But if we had breaking news uh, music here at Satellite Sisters, the kind of music, I would be playing it right now because you are not going to believe what just happened, Julie. What, the bloomed? No. (laughs) No, but the instructions from Harry and David came through. Like right now. It just arrived in my email inbox. Yes. Okay,
2: Liz. I know.
0: I now know exactly what to do. Your new amaryllis is ready to sprout up and unfurl its spectacular blossoms in four to six weeks. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it tells me where to place it, how much water to give it, how to re-bloom it. We're good. We're, I'm, okay, just, I'm just going to print this out and bring it over to mom, mom this afternoon and let her coax this amaryllis to life. So thank you, Harry and David. I should never have doubted. And it was within my 24-hour window. Uh, uh, so well, there you go. There, Once yes. again, Julie's favorite retailer, Harry and David, has come through okay. uh, for us. Well,
1: but that's that's my boys, Liz. You know, they can do that. Well, uh, as long as we're kind of talking about gifts, uh, there was I did receive one other interesting phone call this week. I uh, from my son, Will, who uh, he and my new daughter-in-law, Lauren, are were in Ohio for Thanksgiving with Lauren's parents. But they called on um, certainly Thanksgiving Day, but also then on Friday after Thanksgiving they called uh will called and uh he sounded really worried Liz, and he said you know we've really been working on the thank you notes for the wedding gifts and
0: uh oh my god they are so conscientious i, they I mean
1: they just you know they really they really want to tackle them they want to make sure you know that everybody gets acknowledged for their gifts and they're you know being very thorough they have a whole um, they have a whole grid they're working on to make you know checking in gifts to make sure that they've uh, responded and Will said, "Mom, I, I you know, I d- really don't understand this, but, um, you know, all four of your sisters." their gifts have not arrived yet. <laughs> and now, now, now okay, he well. like he's like, you know, now if they didn't send them to Ohio, maybe they sent them to our apartment in Brooklyn. And, you know, you know, sometimes if they put it in the mail, we don't have a place to receive packages at our apartment, or perhaps the UPS guy left us a slip and we missed it. But we just thought that was something is up
2: because... <laughs> Sisters, so you get your free consultation, then fifty percent off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P R O S E. prose. dot com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz and Lee, and here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow! Do we we love oSEA's skin and body care? And you know what? This Mother's Day. Thanks, Osea.
0: (laughs) Because it was all four. So he's assuming, because he gives us more credit than we deserve, that somehow all four of us must have gotten together on some kind of mega gift, and (laughs) the the mega gift did not arrive. That's that's
1: exactly what they were thinking. Yes. those, yes. all Those nice sisters, all, you know, all of his aunts uh, were, you know, had gone in together on some big giant whammo <laughs> gift and it wasn't there. And so they didn't know what to do because they couldn't thank you for it. And, uh, <laughs> when in so,
0: reality, of course, the truth is just, just that none of the four of us had gotten around to it.
1: That's, well, that's... no, actually, I did, I did poll the sisters, I, you know, I sent out, and I, you know, and he was, you know, he was embarrassed, you know, he's like, "Now look, we're not really, we weren't asking for a gift, I'm really embarrassed to mention this, but, you know, we don't want to not thank them for the gift, I am, I am laughing when I'm this. Because <laughs> you <laughs> so,
0: know there's a very simple I I kind
1: of know your gift-making style, so... <laughs> Three out of the four sisters uh, have indicated that they, you know, that, no, indeed, they had not sent a gift yet. And Leanne said that she thought she had sent a gift through the online registry, but apparently there was some <laughs> snafu. So so, the fact remains that, um, that no thank you notes will be coming to you four sisters. That's all I can say, because you have not come across with the gift yet.
0: I think it's just hilarious that they assumed that there was some much more complex explanation for yes, this right, than right. just the fact that none of the four of us had gotten around to it yet. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good thing to do on my own personal Cyber Sunday. Maybe, I'll, right. maybe I'll take care of that today. Where do they want the gifts sent? I assume they wanted them sent to their home in Brooklyn.
1: No, Liz. No, Liz. I mean, oh, again, no. if you had read any of the materials. <laughs> that I, that I did set-
0: not. No, not a single piece of it.
1: Nope. Okay, everything's supposed to be sent to Ohio. Okay. I will tell you the address offline. <laughs> okay. I'll send it to you, okay?
0: Okay, that would be good, yeah. All right, I'll, I will get right on that. Maybe something nice from Harry and David? Maybe
1: <laughs> maybe some amaryllis, because uh, they wouldn't mind to wait four to six weeks. Yes, yeah, so
0: I, I, Lauren seems like the type that can coax an amaryllis to life. So, uh, no, I'll figure out something for them. They are – yes, I, I was going to get around to it sooner. Again, but,
1: uh, they're not bugging you for a gift. It was just – I mean, and,
0: don't we have a year? I, I hate to, like, yes, stand Liz, on I ceremony did che- here. Yes, I but.
1: did check on that, Liz, and that, indeed, that rule is still in effect. But as you see, the 24 hours to get response – in a timely fashion, as you just did from Harry and David, is very satisfying. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just keep that in mind (laughs) in in your gift-giving strategy.
0: I I think I will add it to my list of things I need to accomplish by the end of the calendar year. That would be good. There seems some last-minute financial things, gifts. Okay, I'll take care of that. (laughs) um all right well one last thing i wanted to mention because i know that holidays are also a major movie going time Mm -hmm. and -hmm. there's everything from blockbusters to oscar hopefuls to kid-oriented movies like the return of the muppets all that kind of stuff out there but i took mom and dad yesterday to see a lovely movie which I highly recommend. Oh, so, yeah. yes. We had quite a lengthy discussion about what to go see, and they were skeptical of my choice, but I forced it on them because I am the driver. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, we went to see the movie My Week with Marilyn, uh, which you may have seen some publicity around it. Because yes, yes. It stars Michelle Williams as Marilyn Monroe. Uh, and it's also her co-star is Kenneth Branagh, who I love, you know, mm-hmm. the British stage actor who makes some movies, but not a lot. And, uh, so it's the story, the true story of a time in 1956 when Marilyn Monroe went to London to make a movie co-starring with Sir Lawrence Olivier. So Perfect. Kenneth Branagh plays Lawrence Olivier. Michelle Williams plays Marilyn Monroe. Julia Ormond plays oh, uh like... vivian lee who at the time was married to laurence olivier and then like every other british actor you've ever loved is in the cast too judy dench wanders across the <laughs> stage Derek <laughs> jacobie is in the thing it's just but it's it's this very dramatic but little story about a week on this production or a gopher on the production um the character's name Well, Eddie Redmayne is the name of the actor that plays the character. He's like a 23 year old boy who's sort of a gopher on the set, you know, an assistant to an assistant. And he and Marilyn sort of strike up this relationship. And, uh, it's about, and so the, the actual story comes from his memoir that he wrote about his life and this period in his life. Anyway, it was really, really interesting and fun. I got to say, I would recommend it. It's not some big fancy movie though there are a lot of fancy people in it. It's kind of slow and quiet, but very sweet and it's kind of all about how at that point in their lives, Marilyn Monroe was trying to be taken more seriously as an actress. So that's why she wanted to work with Laurence Olivier and she had just married Arthur Miller. So Arthur Miller's in the movie too, a British actor playing her playwright husband Arthur Miller. So Arthur Arthur Miller had just had a great success with Death of a Salesman, so it's about Marilyn Monroe trying to become, trying to be taken more seriously as an actress, and on the flip side, Laurence Olivier, who feels like he's becoming kind of this dinosaur of the stage, trying to become more of a movie star, and kind of how ill-suited they were to work together, because neither of those two things were really going to work out for them.
1: (laughs) Well that no that sounds like a very enjoyable um afternoon to yeah, watch. Yeah, it's
0: a good little premise for a story. It's a lot of fun. It's also very dramatic. Michelle Williams is amazing in this. It's hard to imagine how much she could really take on the persona of Marilyn Monroe, but you totally get taken in by that. And the rest of it is fun and delightful. And I think for for our parents who, you know, the 50s is when they were kind of a young married couple and they would go to the theater in New York and go to the movies and see Marilyn Monroe. It had a very nice sort of nostalgic feeling for them to remember. Okay. Well,
1: that's good to know. Mm-hmm. A good um, movie to take your parents to. Yes, I, okay. w-
0: I would recommend it. I would go to it even on your own. After we were done, of course, Mom kept saying, oh, Julie would love this movie. I have to tell Julie. <laughs> anyway, that's my recommendation. My My okay. week with Marilyn, if you're trying to get off the blockbuster track and onto something that is just kind of a little, sweet, lovely movie.
1: Okay, well, if you are trying to get on the blockbuster track, I would definitely go see Descendants, which I... Uh, oh, really. Must- I saw this week weekend. Now you know I have spoken um, recently that we were really worried about whether or not um, George Clooney was, um, you know, going into depression because he has been making a lot of depressing movies lately, such Mm -hmm. as Up in the Air, and then we saw that political movie. I I can't even. The Ides of March. The Ides of March, very depressing but this movie descendants first of all it's a great story very well written and then the other thing that's fantastic about it is two young girls um, the actors they play the um his daughters are perfect they are Bye in the movie. Pitch perfect, teenagers, a t- and a a teenager and a ten-year-old. And it is a slightly sweet, uplifting, quirky movie, and really, really well done. So I would, uh, it, it surprised us how, how much we liked the movie, because we, again, we were really thinking it was going to be another bummer, but it wasn't. So um, I would definitely... And I mean- this is
0: the one that's by Alexander Payne, who did Sideways, right? Yes, yes. So does it. it have that same kind of slightly quirky sensibility that sideways had
1: it, it does it does it uh, many of the character it's set in hawaii it, you know and, and everyone you know these are people who live in hawaii and uh, it's you know they're trying to separate the you know the uh, fiction associated with hawaii uh, versus the reality of day-to-day life in hawaii and that real things happen to real people who live in hawaii even though it looks like a paradise uh so it's it's a very interesting um Poignant movie, Liz. So I would definitely recommend it. I mean, it's getting great reviews. But sometimes, those you know, um, you know those movies. I, you know, I always go in with a little skeptical eye, thinking, well, it's really not going to be that good. But this is very good, and George Clooney um, plays a role in which. He does, you really don't think of him as George Clooney movie star. You really just think of him as like a dad with you know a, you know a family and burdens and you know choices to make in his life so he does an excellent job in this so uh there are two movies for your holiday viewing, no doubt.
0: All right. Well, I will, I will work that into my repertoire. Yeah. I
1: think mom and dad would, mom and dad would like descendants too. So if, when I come out to California, if they haven't seen that, I might take them to see this. I think they would, they would enjoy this movie. It's, uh, it's well, it is well done at every level. The acting, the story, the script is excellent. Um, you know, it's set in Hawaii. So that's, you know, it's some fabulous scenery and, um, and enough quirkiness and humor to, uh, to move it along.
0: All right, all right, I like it. Well, I have obviously there's going to be a lot of discussion about that movie because everyone's saying George Clooney will get an Oscar nomination, and maybe Michelle Williams will get an Oscar nomination for My Week with Marilyn. So, uh, okay, two excellent movies to go see. I tried to talk one of my friends into going to see the Muppet movie the other night. She's like, "Come on, we're not no, we're two grown women. We're not no. That would be too embarrassing." But
1: if- I really want to see it, Liz. I, I'm going to take my grandchildren. No doubt. Oh, see you
0: have so. Well, okay, have you I have, have a... grandchildren. That's the perfect cover. I don't have. I got nothing. I got like. I'm just going to have to just go
1: see it by yourself, Liz.
0: Is that even more pathetic than going to see it with your <laughs> with a woman of a certain age? <laughs> okay, let me let me think about that. Let me. Ah, uh, anyway. Okay. Anything else we need to add, Julie? Uh,
1: I think that's it, Liz. I think uh, I think we're about done.
0: Well, you know, next week you're on your own. I know, Liz. Liz,
1: you are leaving the country. I'm
0: leaving the country. If anyone, Satellite Sisters, if you have ever been to Buenos Aires and have any tips for me about fun things to do, I am taking a business trip there this week, which is why I had to hand over custody of the Amaryllis to my mother. (laughs) Because I will be gone for a week, but any... and you're,
1: and, you're, and I become the t o c right I mean, yes, just... so
0: Julie will become the transmission operations center next week, oh. doing the kind of technical back end to the show that I normally handle, so there you have it, keep your fingers crossed people We're... <laughs> I
1: know. You, I've written down all those instructions, Liz. I hope they work.
0: It's not as hard as making uh, that otherwise, you're bloom.
1: A otherwise you're getting a Skype call in Argentina. You know, <laughs> Skype works there, Liz. That's I, I know. know.
0: I know. Well, last week when I was in London, I did do the show on Skype. So it's possible. I know. I'm just thinking I'm probably not going to want to be sitting in my hotel room. You know. You're know,
1: you going to want to be doing the tango. I know that.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, if you have any suggestions about do's and don'ts for Buenos Aires, you can just email those to us or anything you want to tell us about. Our email address is sisters at SatelliteSisters.com or join our Facebook group, which is The Satellite Sisters. Join it. Post anything you ever want to post right on our wall there. And while you're there, you might want to follow Leslie Maxfield so that you can get the full updates on the Mars-bound Curiosity. So there you have it. That's a full show considering it was only two of us, Julie.
1: Good thing it was only two of us. There'd be no room for those other sisters. I know they're busy uh, shopping for the wedding, for Will and Lauren's wedding day. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So we are the Satellite Sisters. Have a great week and don't forget, call your Satellite Sisters.